the Download Circus with me, George, uh, and I am joined by Joe uh, from Critic. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, and we're talking about the election results, of course. Uh, talk, talk me through your your election night uh, festivities. Festivities. Um, I didn't have that many festivities. I was kind of feeling a little bit sick, mm. which was hopefully not foreshadowing of the um, <laughs> of the result, which we'll obviously find out in the next couple of weeks. Um, tuned into the RNZ coverage, which I thought was great, apart from a few blips. Yeah. Um, John Campbell's always. Got the got the goods there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a real disappointment, though. I thought, you know, the, yeah. the way it came through. Yeah, yeah, How about yeah. Yourself? What did you get up to? I I sat down with some friends and I uh, had various snacks with oh, yeah. like you know cheese on cracker kind of Ooh, thing. Oh, nice. And uh, mulled wine. You had mulled wine. Yeah. Wow, Jesus. And we watched the RNZ coverage uh, yeah. and then the News Hub coverage. Oh, um, yeah. I mentioned before on here that. Matthew Hooden was on News Hub sometimes. They had him on there and right. he drives me fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> the whole team does, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although I do have. Uh, Paddy has a place in my heart, I think. He Patrick does. Gower. I do love his enthusiasm. Yeah, I think I this has definitely been uh, his election. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. he's definitely been one of the faces of, of this election. What a but, face to have as well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, to be superficial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the RNZ coverage, I, I'm I'm really pleased that they tried to go the you know the full yards with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a shame that the production of it was uh, kind of lacked sometimes. Yeah. And um, I guess you know the, they might have a uh, if Labor gets in, they might have a um, a kind of cross-platform digital. Platform, platform, platform. Right, yeah, yeah. Their funding will increase. Yeah, presumably, yeah. right? And um, they could really make good use of that, uh, you know, Channel 50 on the uh, Freeview thing. Yeah, I that's think. a good point. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, so, did you, did you feel... At what point of the night did you feel that things were kind of solidifying? Did you hit... Um, was it about an hour in that you yeah, felt kind well, of... I was initially optimistic because I was thinking, from a UK perspective, mm. it takes quite a while to figure out throughout the night, at least, um, yeah. you know what the what it's going to all look at like at the end. But then I was thinking with the um, with the opinion polls, the results of the opinion poll, a lot of the opinion polls were very similar to the early results that were coming in. Mm. But and then the obviously the um, the size of the survey was ma- much bigger, so it was yeah. much more. Um, much more reliable so yeah, maybe yeah. at about 10 o'clock I was, oh, maybe at about 9 o'clock I was like fuck yeah. this is not going well yeah yeah the, and the opinion polls were pretty spot on really um, yeah, 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 yeah you know taken uh, you know all in all in sum yeah I'll just quickly run through the results 46% for the for the Nats 35.8% for Labour 7.5% for New Zealand First 5.9% for the Green Party, half a percent for ACT, uh, and 4.3% for the others. That includes TOP, the Opportunities Party, who got like five times the amount of party votes as ACT did, which is 2.2% uh, with no seats. ACT retains their seat. Um, but, interestingly, David Seymour... It's going to be an opposition, uh, no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing, eh? Um, 
his electorate must not be too happy though you know no i think i think they might have to rethink that in the future although Mm. i don't think national is in a position where they can rethink that in the future because they've kind of they're they've unleashed this um this beast really yeah and you know that the act party becomes so entrenched in epsom yeah that any change would be would be difficult it would be yeah yeah yeah. but you can't see that um you can't see the amount of seats they get or their their uh, party vote share uh, going up any any election soon right no definitely not it's gonna so, say the same or die yeah yeah there, there, there's a chance that they could die i mean the united united future's gone yeah maori party uh is Jeez. is gone um but I mean, just you know, going into the election, we you know it could, could have gone either way, and now it could still uh, go either way. What's your yeah. general general feeling going forward about about? Um, uh, so for those who don't know, the you know NZ First with nine seats uh, is uh, Winston is the kingmaker. Mm. Um, and can decide who he goes with. Yeah. Well, what I'm, what I found um, quite, you know, stark as a result of this election, was the misunderstanding of MMP as a political system. Mm. A lot of people ask, were asking, you know, how does it work? You know, even after they've cast their votes, and that's worrying to me. That's mm. really worrying. Um, a lot of, um, a lot of experts, political experts, um, say are saying that there's little to no chance of. Labour forming a coalition, which again I think is a misunderstanding of MMP. Although they obviously do understand it, but I think to say that there's no chance is grossly overstating the um, yeah the situation we're in right now. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I, I definitely I would agree with uh, Bryce Edwards' article in, in the Herald this week. Um, oh, right. You know he he's done a, a you know how he does those roundups of yeah they're always very good, and he kind of like <clears throat> rounds up all of the political media from like the past week or whatever uh and but also kind of um you know plays these opinions off against each other in order for him to get his opinion across right and so you know he he writes quote the line that national should form a government because it got more votes than labor is straight out of the first past the post era yeah when the largest political party tended to have the majority of seats in parliament um and he says under MMP, a party having the largest share of the vote is almost irrelevant. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, um, if if the majority of people voted against National in a sense, I yeah. mean, this this comes into question when we talk about Winston's decision. Yeah. But um, you know, if you can get the if you can get the parties together. And that's what MMP is all about. It's about, exactly. it's about bringing those um, lesser voices yeah. uh, in into play. I am disappointed about the Green Party result, though. Same, yeah. Seven seats. Um, Chloe Swarbrick, though, got yeah. in. She was seventh on the list. Yeah, and um, also, I'm struggling to pronounce, pronounce her name. I'm sorry, but uh, Gol Rose. Uh, I've forgotten her last yeah, name. Yeah, I probably butcher it anyway. She over special votes. She, hopefully. I think, yeah, that. That that's possible. So there's three hundred and eighty-four thousand special votes to go. Uh, mm. I've heard that that's around fifteen percent or something. Right. Um, and so fifteen percent of like v- people who voted. Yeah. 
Uh, and so uh, when that happened in 2014, National lost 1.1%, yeah. um, uh, you know, from the initial provisional to the to the special yeah uh and so i think you know this election we could we could see a bigger drop than that uh, and greens labor could could um get a few more seats because those special votes and overseas votes generally tend to favor the left-leaning parties don't they Uh, traditionally i mean that's a speculation but no they traditionally do and and we have the added um aspect though of those people who enrolled on the day right. uh, in advance voting, those are special votes as well. Right, okay. Uh, and so I'm not sure where those land, but I can imagine those are left-leaning. Yeah. Those, those are left-leaning people. Um, so, I, you know, it's not all doom and gloom, though, in terms of Labour. Like, I think it's definitely Jacinda Ardern's uh, election, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, whether she forms the government or not, yeah. she is the winner from this election, I, I'd say. Um, but maybe a lot of people are saying that um, maybe it's best that Labour don't form the government because maybe one more term in opposition, I know that's a big thing to say, but um, mm. one more term in opposition and they'll be f- ready to, with New Zealand First potentially doing the same as they did in 96, going with National, yeah. and then losing a lot of seats. I think they got 17 seats in 96 and then... Five in ninety nine. Yeah, so dropped off big time. So in nineteen ninety six, uh, and on the spinoff has a great article on this uh, from Branko uh, Marsitic. Um, sorry, I'm gonna. I'm not very good with pronouncing names. Um, he he did a great article earlier in the year where he joined the, the NZ first and went to their AGM. Oh, I, yeah, I've mentioned right, yeah. mentioned that before. Where they basically just, you know, starkly were a anti-national party, yeah. an anti-neoliberal party, and you know, pejoratively, you could even say they're an anti-globalist party. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, and but that's been the rhetoric that they've pushed forward since since uh, their since their creation, really. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's got a great article in the spin-off where he looks at the 1996 election where mm. Winston Peters campaigned against the Jim, Jim Bolger-led National Party, mm. uh, but still went with him. Yeah, and I think a lot of his supporters were very were um, very surprised with that decision, yeah, right? Yeah, and it, it definitely hit him, hit him hard. I mean, he... Yeah. In, in 1996, he got 13.35%, uh, and then in 1999, he was gone. He was down to 4.26%, and um, Jim Anderton's alliance uh, became the uh, kind of the the uh, kind of um, uh, supporters of of the Helen Clark government. Right. I, w- chance, I want to um, explain the difference between a confidence and supply arrangement and a full coalition. Yeah, do yeah. Because because I think it's an important difference. And as we I think we mentioned last week, with the kind of Jacinda Ardern um, every day kind of inching further and further away from the Greens. Yeah. Um, strategically, I guess, um, but uh, and and cynically, but that's politics. Um, 
And so I think, you know, especially with Winston Peters holding a lot of political clout at the moment, I think we could see the Greens enter into a, a, a confident... If, if, if Winston Peters goes with Labour, yeah. he'll, he'll want a cabinet position... Uh, and some, you know, some policy arrangements and yep. that kind of thing. And the Greens will be thrown into the corner with the confidence and supply. And confidence and supply arrangement is basically saying if there was a vote of confidence, they, you know, would vote. It's a, it's a technicality, really. They would vote for, um, you know, Labour con- continuing. And supply is the uh, is the budget right. vote. Yeah. So, you know, technically it, it kind of, you know, it uh, ups them into a majority. Right. Um, but doesn't usually involve, uh, you know, full-on cabinet appointments and, yeah. and that kind of thing. It's not quite as formal either, is it? It's, it's no, like no. And, uh, yeah, so in, in the past, uh, the, you know, there's been legal documents and, and, and that kind of thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah it has, it has seen, it become less uh, formal. Yeah, and James Shaw, correct me if I'm wrong, has said that he will, he is ruling out a confidence and supply agreement. But obviously, that he's going to say that at this stage of the negotiations. Um, yeah, so that yeah, they're all heading into it with yeah, their, yeah. Their Although their chest. there's you know with with Winston Peters, there hasn't been his kind of brashness of like. I want to. I want the prime ministership. Well, yeah. that's on the table, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. He has been quite measured, and you can tell he's kind of like. Did you get a feeling from his speech that you know he, the the weight that is suddenly upon him kind of, almost makes him humble for once. I think it might do. Yeah, and I think also his um, his age plays a factor into this too. I think it could be. Well, I think a lot of people are saying it's his last, right? Yeah. And um, he wants to also entrench New Zealand First as a political party going into the future as well. Mm. And he does not want the same situation as we mentioned before in 96, where if he leaves as the face of the party, um, who's there to take over? Yeah. And will they be able to have that um, longevity going forward? Yeah. As an actual political party. He he definitely needs to to start finding a a successor. I think... I think this election may have been his last, although you know we might see um, we might see him in the the next one. I, I you know I wouldn't yeah. wouldn't be su- surprised. As that spin-off um, article r- reminds us, um, uh, Bolger sacked Peters from the cabinet in '91, mm. and then uh, he re- resigned for the party and set up NZ First in '93. Uh, and then kind of built that party, as I said before, um, in opposition to uh, National and Labour kind of carrying on the Rogenomics stuff, selling off asset sales and such, and and Peter's new party uh, jumped on that, um, putting it at odds with both parties. Yeah. Um, Bolger, this is kind of deja vu, was accusing Peters of being a racist, and Peters was calling it the party of betrayal, but then, as we've said... Um, after the results was in, were in for the 96 election, which was the first MM, MMP election, yeah. um, Peters, who had, who, who had set his whole campaign on, on you know, campaigning against the Bolger and the Nets, um, was kind of lured into these negotiations. Yeah. And and as you've said, it really, really hurt his, his party vote. Yeah. 
and was it you know he he became the the party of betrayal i guess it was a a very cynical cynical move i think um surely the majority of people who voted for new zealand first um in in this election we've just had the 162 163,000 people surely that was a vote against the status quo yeah, you'd think so. Eh? If you're just just looking at it, um, standing back, mm. you'd think it would be right. They have much more in common with um, the La- Labour and Greens as a coalition than they do with National. Yeah. But it's just such so up in the air, you know. It's just so difficult to tell at this stage, um, making making any uh, concrete predictions. Um, I think it'll just come down to what who gives the most. Hmm. I think it might just come down to yeah, who, who can give yeah, the most and, of what they want to, and how he can spin that then back to his membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so there's the yeah. So we're, the the negotiations. I mean, we'll have uh, policy and personality, number of seats from the special votes, yeah. which we've said could change things, and and pass, and, and I guess just Winnie's mood about things. Yeah. As you, I think the the age thing that you mentioned is a is a is a big part. Definitely. But of, the um, sorry, the uh, special votes will change by change the situation by one or two seats, maybe. Mm. It's I'd be, be surprised if it ch- changes it by three or more. Like, no. To, uh, or, or more than two. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's that that that's. I have seen people say. Two, I think even two is yeah. like yeah. Um, so just quickly looking at the seats, national fifty-eight seats. This is provis- provisional. Uh, Labour forty-five seats. New Zealand First nine seats. Green Party seven seats. And Act one. Um, and <clears throat> so I guess like you know a, a two-seat change would um, definitely factor into to Winston Peters decision and yeah. he's said as much hasn't he yeah yeah well what I found interesting on the night was uh, was hearing the different uh, tone and content of the speeches that were given at the end of the night you know mm. you saw um, Bill English and Paula Bennett were definitely celebrating a victory and James Shaw was very resolute in the fact that he thought that Greens had done very well yeah, um, wasn't which was, that funny which was he was the happiest I'd seen him throughout the he campaign he was yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um, and he was yeah claiming it as a as a big um, it's, it sounded very victorious uh, mm. yeah victorious um uh, Jacinda Ardern, on the other hand, that seemed like a con- concession speech. Yeah, it really did. Um, yeah, I mean, she. Yeah, I've, and and we've heard rumours about reports about this that she thinks that it's it's over, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, right. But as you say, I, I, her three years in opposition, yeah. I think next year, um, we'll do this. Just back to, we'll, we'll do this. Let's do this. <laughs> three years from now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, James Shaw. That that was amazing. I guess like he was, he was thinking, Jesus. Like if I, if the Greens are out, then yeah. that's what I'll be remembered for. My, my political right. career will be over. You know, he cares about the environment and stuff. So it's yeah. like this is world-ending stuff. To him. Yeah, yeah, true. But I would have thought that Jacinda and uh, I don't sorry and um, James Shaw would have had a brief conversation just before they spoke, just to see what their yeah. what their speech would sound like. Because you know? that stuff's really important. I noticed yeah, on yeah. News Hub, after they watched James Shaw's speech, yeah. 
they were infected by his optimism right and and it totally kind of switched their analysis for a yeah, bit yeah, yeah and and quite measuredly like they you know were suddenly talking about this opportunity for the labor party to to create a government and yeah. and it's that kind of thing that you know um <laughs> is important you know it is really important um I wonder whether, like, what are the Greens feel about the speech that Jacinda Ardern gave? I be, mm. wouldn't be surprised if they go as far as to say it's, you know, it just goes against what the Greens want to do, you know, yeah. in terms of forming the coalition. I thought it was interesting to see the international, um, uh, the analysis of the uh, election from an international standpoint. Yeah. Stalemate, they called it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Bizarrely. Although, I don't get it. Over in Australia, I did, I did uh, hear a headline that was talking about how um, New Zealand has voted for conservatism again or, or something like that. Right, yeah, okay. Um, someone kind of made a good point of aggregating the National Act, United Future and Conservatives' votes f from the last few elections. So 2008, so this would be the, a centre-right block. 2008, 49.45%. 2011, 48.98%. 2014, 51.92, and then 2017, a drop, a drop below all of those numbers to 46.86. Ooh, that is a drop. So, a, you know, peak key, mm. 2014. Yeah. And so we, we are seeing this this drop back. And, the, you know, there's 13 new Labour MPs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the gains were definitely... Mm. Uh, you know, um, six, um, can't think of the word now. The Labour Party had the gains, of course, yeah. in each electorate. Yeah. Apart from, I think, three or four, maybe Auckland, I think, had a. Yeah, Auckland Central was looking interesting earlier yeah. in the night, wasn't it? It but was, yeah. It didn't end up like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think the, the tide's turning. It's just, you know, that that was the time for the tides to actually turn. You know, yeah. three years, Jacinda Ardern will be a great opposition. Uh, leader, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, um, going up against National and Winston Peters in Parliament, you know, it's going to be h hilarious if it Jeez. goes that way. Winston it, Peters well. was, you know, it, it, he's, he's a bit of an arsehole, but yeah. he, he was on the opposition benches, mm. uh, you know, and and he, he took the government to task many times. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. Um. I'll I'll play a song now, and when we'll when we come back, we'll we'll keep digesting uh, the election results. This is critic, and we're still going through the uh, election results uh, and and digesting them all. Uh, another big story of the night was uh, the Maori Party have gone, uh, and the the general feeling, I th I think you agree, Joe, is is the fact that they. Uh, have have um, been in an arrangement with National, yeah, for the for the past um, for the whole nine years, I think so. I think so, yeah. It's been a long time. And I mean, you know, everyone's sad that they they're gone, and it is sad. I I, I really like Marama Fox. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she, I think she's fantastic. Yeah, she's um, kind of fires things up. Um, but yeah, it seems that in the in the Maori electorates where they uh, you know uh, focus their attention 
um, they, you know, were gone uh, and and taken. All, all of the Māori electorates were taken um, by the Labour Party. Mm. I think um, I think the Labour Party really hit home on that message about um, about the Māori Party being an alliance with uh, in coalition. Sorry, with um, the Na- with the Nats, um, mm. they had that line, didn't they? A vote for the Maori parties, a vote for national. Yeah, and that obviously it seemed to work. I mean, yeah, yeah. A tactic at least. Yeah, and I, I think that's another reflection of this of this downward trend that that we will see in the centre right. Right. Um, th- throughout the three years, uh, you know, if if Winston doesn't choose Labour, then I yeah. think definitely uh, next election it will it will be. But I guess I guess Bill English, you know. Did a pretty fabulous job, right? On the night, he did. He really did. Well, with the election, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, one and two New Zealanders essentially voted for them, right? Forty-seven percent of forty-six percent, yeah, which is a remarkable result. No one thought he would get cl- that close to John Key's mm. results and the two thousand and eight result as well. Very yeah. similar to that, and, and especially since you know the the Jacinda Mania thing, yeah. You know, a, a, a boring old white guy going up against that. That's pretty difficult. And he, Very difficult, yeah. We just didn't... We, it, it just didn't happen. What everyone kind of thought yeah. might happen, that there was a big chance. I mean, it, Jacinda Ardern gave, us, gave Labour a chance. Yeah. But it just didn't really transpire. And mm. um, turnout, this is pr- provisional data, was only up 1%. Right from last from last year, um, at like it's at eighty eight percent at the moment, okay. um, and it's just kind of sad. It is very sad. I mean, that youth surge didn't happen either. Really, no. What, I, what what's going what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's an, another thing that um, we may be in a bubble. Well, exactly. Yeah, we're in a bubble, right? Especially in Dunedin, you know, you mm. see the um, the surge of voters for, especially in North Dunedin, but also for Claire Caron in South Dunedin, and maybe that was part of what um, we were thinking of when we, not I mean, not me and you, but the campus um, thought of when you know Jacinda Mania. She was here. There was massive crowds. Yeah. When she came to speak at the Hunter Centre, and the week before the election, when she came to speak, a union lawn. You get swept up in it, don't you? you yeah. Really do. Yeah. No. And it it seems like the the whole kind of national media did as well, didn't yep. they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So the next thing, the next thing to talk about would be, uh, as you say, the Dunedin uh, North results. Yeah. Uh, also, just before we go there, the Christchurch Central was another electorate that flipped. Um, Nikki Wagner is out. Uh, replaced by Duncan Webb of the the Labour Party. Interesting, though, though similar to last the last election, uh, the party vote for Labour and National was pretty much equal. Oh, okay. By only about like twenty votes uh, for the Labour Party in Christchurch Central, and that's like a that's a um, trend that we've seen. As I say in the last election and this le- election right. uh, again, so in Dunedin North, David Clark eighteen thousand, uh, Michael Woodhouse eight thousand, uh, Nikki Bold, who is the Green Party candidate two thousand, uh, and Abe Gray 
of the Opportunities Party, 1,237. Do you think he, would you agree that he ran a really good campaign? Yeah, I think he did. I think, um, I think it's very surprising, the Opportunities Party's, um, um, results. Mm. Only having been in for, been created, what, 11 months ago. Mm. And they were, they're fantastic. 2.2%, am I right in saying that? Um, nationally? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. And, um, yeah, Abe Gray getting a thousand votes less than Nikki Bold. Yeah. Of an established party, you know. Mm. It's, um, very, yeah, surprising. And so you think they'll be around next election? I hope so. I think they need to keep their relevance, you know, throughout the next three years. Yeah. Gareth Morgan is the face, you know, he needs to keep speaking out. Um, what did you think of his uh, speech on the night? When he was like, the Greens should go with... Oh, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> he got 2%, 2%. He shouldn't be advising the Greens on where to go in, in coalition. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think that's ridiculous. And I think the, the Māori Party gone yeah. shows that that, that pragmatism uh, as a ha- headline on the spin-off puts it the sad face of the Māori Party shows the Greens awaits pragmatists and I think people really would were turned were turned off by that and I can imagine the opportunities the people that I know the kind of feeling that I get from the opportunities party they would be really turned off by if the opportunities party um got a seat now and would yeah. was you know ready to prop up a national yeah, government I think right. I think these, I th- um, yeah. I, I I think if it if it needs to retain that re- relevancy that you say, yeah. it needs to kind of um, you know st- stand firm mm. uh, in its feelings on the on the on the uh, the two main parties. Yeah. Although I guess Gareth Morgan's um, point was that climate change can't wait. Right. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. that the Green Party. <coughs> Um, uh, you know, should go in with national so that you know we get some progress on on climate change. But yeah. I think James Shaw's point that he makes that social issues and climate issues are the same, or environment issues and, and social issues are um, you know inseparable. Yeah, I think that's 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 an excellent point. And, Definitely, and, and, yeah. and shows why and. I don't think there is this divide within the Green Party between environmentalists and hippies and, you know, socialist-leaning hippies. Yeah. I just, I I think there's a really kind of oversimplification of it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, when I spoke to uh, Materia Ture, who sadly didn't get into Parliament this time in Titaitonga, and Chloe Swarbrick, um, who did get into Parliament, they both said the exact same thing, and it's obviously a party um, party line. But yeah, w- work on one of the is- of those is- two issues is work on the other, you know, mm. and it, it impacts both. So, with yeah. the opportunities party, what do you think about the five percent threshold? I think it's I think it should be lower it's than that. Huge, yeah. Five percent is of the like national, yeah, yeah. It seems ridiculous. I guess it is. It's supposed to be there to stop the extreme extreme um, extremist parties getting in. Is isn't that the argument? That it stops those small extreme parties getting in. But I guess, I guess there needs to be a threshold. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how the maths works. Like, I'm not sure what would happen to the maths of the parliament if, if it went down to say three percent or yeah. something like that. 
but I mean, you know, if extremist parties are getting votes, then the, the, those votes should be yeah. should be and there, heard. And there are issues to um, address in society if those uh, people are sympathetic to those um, to those issues. Um, exactly. Look at MMP in Germany, just as we mentioned yeah. off air, um, with the alternative for Deutschland um, party who are far right ex- mm. uh, fascists who got in. Um, they're the first party to have got in since Germany started using MMP in 1950. So it's it, very rare for those kind of extreme parties to get into parliament even with lower thresholds listening to angela merkel speaking the other day that they're, they're a lot more um kind of blunt and honest about how things are going over there you know right. she she will admit that there that in the rural areas she isn't popular and she'll actually talk about that do you think maybe just under our and the labor party are too careful and, right, that, yeah. and, and that they kind of like two weeks out from the election day they kind of just stopped yeah. because they didn't want to eff it up yeah right well the narrative the, the whole rhetoric and narrative around the um the farming stuff towards mm. the towards the election day in the, in the two weeks i think you're mentioning um before election, election day you didn't really hear that much from the labor party did no. you and that was i mean i don't know how much of a significance that played in the election but it must mm. have been quite quite a, a big yeah, push towards the I, international. I don't, I don't want a Labour Party that re- represents the ideas of everyone. No, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics needs this kind of antagonism. Yeah, you know, well, politics like, is division by definition, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and and so these these kind of like soulless, neoliberal, careful kind of weird, kind of non-politics yeah, yeah, like exactly. is, is i think is 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 damaging to it yeah definitely maybe it kind of plays into the whole um i hate to bring it up the whole pc culture you know like oh, not yeah. wanting to offend something that's yeah. definitely a, i think that's definitely a component of yeah. of this kind of ne- neoliberal beast i yeah, think oh, is, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah that kind that's kind of like the, the cultural aspect of it but yeah, yeah that's definitely the the feeling i get is that these parties try and but it's hard i mean if if you're in such a fragile position as the labor party i guess you know you're just paranoid that something is going to happen and that it's all going to fall away and especially when jacinda took over and they were on what 25 percent that was as close (laughs) to an existential crisis as labor are going to get hopefully yeah 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 they've obviously brought that back a bit quite a lot which is a it's a big success and if you're looking at it that, in that respect mm. and if you also look at it in the sense that national have lost their support partners in the from the last government so mm. if you look at it like that there's uh, definitely a lot of ground that they've um yeah caught up with right it's all in the hands of winston now though yeah, it is yeah um and <coughs> so we're gonna have to see uh, how he goes it's early october it's like the 7th of october that votes get finalized yeah and they have until the twelfth, is that right? To uh, the, yeah, there might be uh, some rules around that. I, Maybe, I, I'm yeah. not too sure on, on that. Right. Yeah. Which way is it going to go? Hey, decide. Um, originally, I thought national. Now yeah. I, I'm slightly more uh, pushing over to uh, Labour. What yeah. about you? What are your thoughts? Uh, to hell with it. I think he's going to go with Labour. Do you? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I heard that um, the the fact that he's got the younger leader under Labour means that he could have more of an influence. I think is what one of the things I've heard. Yeah, there's some there's that the personality dynamics are really interesting. You mm. know, I I kind of 
it, but it's always you know us down here in Dunedin. We're not in yeah, tap right. with the no, the Wellington right. stuff, but there's going to be lots of um, you know people, you know, not just leaders, but down down the ranks yeah. that um, will have relationships with the other side, and those are going to be crucial in, in in the weeks coming. Yeah, true. Potentially the superannuation leaks. He still thinks that's a national exactly party leak that could play into it quite a lot. Yeah, there's that was very recently. There's some there's some bad bad blood there. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thanks for coming in, uh, Joe. Anytime. Uh, it's quarter to two p.